When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Ken for Friday, January 31st, 2020. Brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill is the best dentist that there's ever been. That's why he's been my dentist the last 26 years. He can be your dentist today. All you have to do is call him 317-849-2933. We got some bad news yesterday. John Andretti passed away. Uh, John Andretti, a native of Indianapolis, graduate of Ritter High School, went on to a terrific career in auto racing. He, he ran IndyCar, he ran NASCAR, he ran dragsters, he ran in. If it had four wheels, he raced it. But it wasn't his racing career that really defined him for me. It, it was, or, or anybody who knew him, it was his good heart. Really good heart. He did a couple of things that I did. Check it for Andretti. Absolutely critical in, in early colon cancer prevention. Can, colon cancer is what claimed John Andretti. So anytime he had adversity, he found a way to turn that adversity into something positive. As with this, thousands of people have gotten colonoscopies because of John Andretti's initiative. Uh, another great initiative was the race for Riley, which he started with WIBC's Dave King Wilson back in like 1996 or 1997. It just started as an idea, and the first one raised almost no money. Gary Pedigo came in with, with a big check at the end to kind of save the bacon, right? And then John and Dave really got ambitious about it, involved Kroger, and, and as a result, over the years, that event and, and the, the um, I, I want to say initiatives again, but I hate using the same word over and over, um, those what the race for Riley, all the ancillary events plus the race for Riley, wound up raising over $4 million for the Riley, uh, the Riley Hospital for Children. And that's a hell of a thing. What a legacy. John Andretti, and not just doing good things, he just was a good thing, right? He was one of the nicest people you were ever going to meet, a great sense of humor, wonderful guy taken from us way too soon, but what a life he lived and what a legacy he leaves. John Andretti, Absolutely terrific guy. Uh, I wish that I had known him better.
But you know what? John and Dave did such a good job of running the race for Riley. They didn't need management poking their head in the door and saying, hey, how we doing? Can I be any help? Those guys had it covered. And, and so good for them. Uh, saw Dave, Dave Wilson over the weekend, and he's doing great. Um, and, and I know uh, he's feeling a tremendous sense of loss today, as we learned yesterday of John Andretti's passing. Uh, I had an interview with him at the Indy 500 a couple of, week, a couple of years ago that, uh, man, it just it put tears in your eyes. I listened back to it yesterday, and it, it did it again. Him talking about the machine um, that he had and that he lived with delivering treatment for the cancer a couple of years ago and that noise from the machine. Um, he just took you there with his description of how much he hated that thing and he hated that sound anyway and what it meant to him. Uh, tremendous loss. We all feel it today, especially, I think, in John's hometown of Indianapolis. Uh, good news yesterday. Domas Sabonis named an all-star, Eastern Conference all-star. So so here's the trade. And Domas Sabonis doing a great job this year, averaging 18 points a game, uh, 13 rebounds, almost five assists. Really good season so far for Domas Sabonis. Domas Sabonis came to Indianapolis in the trade for Paul George. The Pacers got... And, and Bob Kravitz said this in a tweet, and, and he's so right. Under duress, right, because the Pacers had to make this trade, Paul George said, I don't want to be here anymore. And so Kevin Pritchard went out and got the best return he could get, and it turned out to be two All-Stars. So you gave up one All-Star, you got two back. The All-Star he gave up hasn't won a playoff series since he left. Domas and Vic kind of, Vic blossomed before he uh, tore his quad tendon, but he's back. Domas Sabonis has become the guy in this trade who maybe you point to and you say, man, Oklahoma City, what the hell were you thinking? Pacers get two All-Stars. They gave up one. That math is irrefutable. Hell of a trade for Kevin Pritchard and the Indiana Pacers. Plus, both these guys are great dudes, and they both want to be here. Nice. Good. Paul didn't want to be here. Goodbye. Adios, muchacho. Enjoy yourself in Oklahoma City and then with the Clippers. Good for you. You want to be the third best player on your team? Have fun doing that. Um, big basketball day tomorrow it, it, for teams in central Indiana. The Pacers, they host the Knicks. Vic's second uh, game as he returns from that gruesome injury. Uh, Pacers should win this game. This has really been this is a nice stretch for the Pacers to kind of reintroduce Victor and pile up some wins. The Knicks, not very good this year. They are right now 13-36. Uh, and 36. Pacers ought to be able to get the W. But it all starts tomorrow in Columbus, Ohio, as Ohio State hosts Indiana. Indiana needs a win. Right now, IU is 5-5 five and five in the Big Ten. They really kind of need to get, I think, to 10-10 and 10 and 20 wins overall to get to the NCAA tournament. I think less than that, they got to come to Indianapolis for the Big Ten tournament and win some games. That's just the way it is. I don't know exactly how it's going to shake out. Maybe 9 and 11 gets in. Maybe you need 11 and 9 to get in. I don't know. All right. I know that they don't value conference games over the top of regular season games. But let's face it, the first seven games for Indiana were a cakewalk for the Hoosiers. So you better win 10 in the Big Ten, right? If you want to solidify your standing as a program that deserves an invitation to the NCAA tournament. Indiana fans are crazy. Not all of them. Most are uh, perfectly sane, but the ones who go on Twitter and Facebook and moan about every loss as though it's the end of the world 
and how Archie Miller needs to be replaced, I don't understand. Why would he want to go through this again? Why? Like, we don't know everything. We don't know where Archie Miller's trajectory is going to wind up as the, the architect of Indiana's basketball program, right? We don't know what that is. But we do know this, that if you stop and start and stop and start and stop and start, you're going to have a problem. And whoever, like if they fired Archie Miller after his third season, who the hell is going to take this job? Are we crazy people? You, you want to replace Archie Miller because they, they picked up a loss this week? You, you want to replace him? You can't win at Penn State, so he's got to go? What, what is the matter with you? Everything's okay, and everything is trending up, even if the record is not trending up necessarily. The level of play is, the level of execution, and the level of uh, commitment Miller is getting from high school recruits, it's all on the uptick. It's all good. They're going to bring in more guys this coming year. Three really good recruits right now. They've still got a scholarship to give. They're going to lose Devontae Green and Deron Davis. Things are trekking up. It's going to be okay, but it's going to take time. So take a deep breath and relax and stop calling for a guy to be fired when we don't know what the hell kind of a coach he is yet. All right? I get it. You look at Illinois and you say, why aren't we Illinois? That's a hell of a good question. It's a reasonable way to look at it. Brad Underwood, this is his third year. I get it. But look at Ohio State, Chris Holtman. This offseason, we just said, man, Chris Holtman, what did I said it? What were we thinking? Why not go get him? Why didn't we do that? You know, where's Ohio State right now? Ohio State is at three and six in the Big Ten. All right. So Chris Holtman having a tough time winning in the toughest conference in America, okay? That's the way it goes. That game, noon on ESPN. Then at 2 o'clock, the Butler Bulldogs, they host the Providence Friars. Providence right now 4-4 four and four in the Big East. Butler is 5-3. and three. Butler coming off two good wins, a road win against Georgetown earlier this week. And then last weekend, Ad Henkel, they beat Marquette and Marcus Howard. That was a critical game. For, uh, for Butler. That kind of turned what could have been a really, really rough stretch into a better stretch. They had lost three in a row. They beat Marquette. They beat Georgetown. Now they're kind of trending upward, and uh, they've got Providence tomorrow. Again, 2 o'clock on Fox Sports 1. And then the nightcap tomorrow, as the Pacers hopefully are wrapping things up against the Knicks. Purdue takes on Northwestern in Evanston. Northwestern's terrible. They're 1-9 in the Big Ten. It is hard to win on the road no matter where you go, though. And Purdue having a tough time scoring. So let's hope that Purdue can get a win because right now Purdue is 4-6 in the Big Ten. If they drop to 4-7, that is going to be a tough putt. Then getting to 10-10 is going to be very, very difficult. At that point, they would have to go 6-3. And and two of those games are uh, against Indiana. Those Indiana-Purdue games, those could be what determine whether Indiana or Purdue wind up going to the NCAA tournament. Purdue, uh, you know what? You can't overlook Northwestern, but please, you've got to be able to beat Northwestern, or what kind of a claim on an NCAA bid could you possibly make? Um, Super Sunday is coming up. I have no interest in this thing. i got to tell you the truth. Usually the Super Bowl is really compelling to me, and the, the ramp-up to the Super Bowl 
is kind of, uh, I want to be a part of it. I want to try to figure things out. I want to look at the prop bets. I want to see, okay, what is going to happen between that front four for the 49ers and Pat Mahomes and the weapons that he's got. What are we doing here? Who's going to win? What can we expect? I haven't done any of that this year. I have absolutely no idea what's going to happen. I, I don't know whether it's the fallout from, you know, the, the Kobe Bryant passing, that instant tragedy that has uh, has kind of driven a lot of, uh, a lot of media coverage, certainly, but a lot of interest from people that has served uh, or has, has been served by that media coverage. You know, I, I don't know what it is, but I have no interest in this game whatsoever. I just don't care. I, I'll, I'll probably watch, but I don't know that I will. Isn't that odd? Do you feel like that? It's interesting, right? Because the Super Bowl is usually like must-see TV, and it drives, it drives our conversation the week prior. I, just, I don't care. There's so many other things going on in the world and in sports that whatever this thing is, I, I just have zero interest in. Patrick Mahomes is a wonderfully charismatic guy with great talent, works out with Jeff Christensen. Jeff Christensen, by the way, a quarterback coach to the stars. And this Super Bowl, I don't know who the hell he's going to root for. He, he really helped turn Jimmy Garoppolo into a quarterback. He was a running back in Chicago, in suburban Chicago. His high school coach needed him to be a, a quarterback because his quarterback got injured. So he worked with Jeff Christensen. Jeff helped him become a guy that Eastern Illinois wanted as a quarterback. Garoppolo gets drafted, I think, in the third round, second or third round, by the New England Patriots. Patriots trade him to the 49ers. Now he's in the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes has been a student of Jeff Christensen's since uh, Mahomes was at Texas Tech. Uh, Jeff Christensen runs the Throw It Deep Academy in suburban Chicago. A lot of people work out with him, and for good reason, because the guy gets results, right? Plus, he's a nice guy. I like Jeff. Um, and, and so good for him having two quarterbacks in this thing. I would imagine that that's good for business, but I, I don't care about the game. Good for Jeff. Good for these guys. Good for the players who are playing in the Super Bowl, but... I don't care. Uh, I got to get over that. I got to figure out a way over the next 48 hours to kind of, come on, engage in this thing, right? It's un-American not to care about the Super Bowl. Uh, Mike DeCorsi of the Sporting News has kind of been banging this drum for a while that high school basketball needs a shot clock. And, and, and he'll point to specific instances where coaches told guys to put the ball on their hip and just stand there for minutes and minutes and minutes and minutes. And I hate to see that. I, I want to see guys play basketball, and the guys want to play basketball. Putting a ball on a hip and standing in the backcourt or, or standing just across the timeline, that serves no purpose. It serves no one. And, and Mike's right that that should not be the way high school basketball is played. It's a state decision, right? In Indiana, it's an IHSAA decision whether you have a shot clock or not. I go to a lot of high school basketball games. I went to HSE last weekend to see Zionsville and Hamilton Southeastern. The weekend prior to that, I went to Fishers and watched them play. Uh, tonight, Center Grove's going to take on Lawrence North, not too far from here. I go to a lot of games. I never, almost never, see a possession last more than 40 seconds. Almost never. And I don't know how many I've seen go beyond 30. This, in the state of Indiana, where the coaching, I think, is excellent. 
I think the shot clock is a solution in search of a problem. And, and maybe in other states, it's not that way. I heard about a game uh, involving Niles West, where uh, an opposing coach, and that's suburban Chicago, opposing coach took the air out of it. What are you doing? Um, you, you know, that, that's, I, th- I think it's repulsive. I think it's awful. They shouldn't do that. In, in states where coaches aren't bright enough to either attack somebody who's running clock or aren't bright enough to not run clock themselves, to feel like they can't win without running clock, um, you know what, you've you got to get better coaching. That's the crux of the problem. And, and the shot clock, I think, mandates a certain level of competence within coaches and a certain level of, hey, go out and play to players. I don't think it's a problem in Indiana that needs a shot clock for a solution. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? Yesterday, we missed one. The great Jersey Johnny Samasco celebrated a birthday yesterday. Jers, one of the great guys in Indianapolis media. Nice career he's had at WIBC hosting the Jersey Johnny Show. <clears throat> if you're in central Indiana, of course you know who he is. Moved his family here from New Jersey to Indianapolis because he loved the Colts. You know what? Good for him. A wonderful guy. Love him. He's had some health concerns over the last year. He's doing better, and we feel good for Jersey Johnny. Also yesterday, Gene Hackman celebrated his 90th birthday. I think he's the finest screen actor of our generation. I love Gene Hackman's work, whether it was in Hoosiers or The Conversation or whatever, or The Firm. I thought he was great in The Firm. Uh, I, I, I think he's just a, a wonderful actor, and happy birthday to him. Still creating terrific art in his Florida home. All right, and, and today, a birthday, it's a birth anniversary. The great Ernie Banks would have been 89 years old today. Ernie Banks, Mr. Cub, happy birthday. Uh, Jeff Sue, the great Jeff Sue, celebrating a birthday. Nick Shepkowski, happy birthday. Kent, uh, Kenton Yohe. Uh, Happy birthday, James Cavanaugh, Justin Henson, Gary Oletto. Happy birthday, the great Fred Jacobs. Happy birthday, uh, Randy Bernard. Happy birthday, Nick Buchholz. Happy birthday, Evan Rudical, uh, Don Flock, Kim Hurst. Happy birthday, Carl Fisher IV, celebrating a birthday. And the great Dave O'Brien, celebrating a birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. It's best done with an honest and specific compliment today. Sports, nothing but sports. Harry's going to ask me questions. It's what we do on a Friday, generally. He might ask some other people questions. We'll see. We'll see who's going to be a guest today. Yesterday, I talked to Jordan Tucker. Great kid. Uh, love him. A- as a Butler Bulldog. Very, very thoughtful. Really enjoyed our conversation. Um, go get him tomorrow. Hoosiers, Boilers, Bulldogs, Pacers. Got to get four wins. Can we, can we grand slam it once over a weekend. Can we get that done? We'll talk to you Monday morning. Breakfast with Kent. I cannot wait. In the meantime, pick up a copy of Oops. Get the audiobook. Six hours and 40 minutes of me turning this into something you can listen to in the car. Are you kidding? Laugh at my mistakes and adventures so you don't have to repeat them. Go to Amazon.com, search Kent Sterling, and there it is. Audible.com is a uh, wonderful service and uh, Amazon helps sell things, and so there it is. That's all you have to do. Go to Amazon.com, order it today. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.